You are listening to KGNU FM 88.5 Boulder, KGNU 1390 Denver. And it is almost 8.35 this morning and we are here in our spring drive. And I love when this time of the year comes around because we get to connect with you, the listener. And this spring drive is all about connecting, connecting communities with the power of radio. And we have a super special guest today. Welcome to Storytellers of Color, our monthly show that airs every second Monday as part of a public affair here on KGNU. The show's primary goal is to provide a safe space for artists of color through conversations to elevate their voices and discuss issues of equity in media and in general equity in music, because music is media too. I am your host, Rosana Longobetter, and our guest this morning is Fernanda Nieto, an amazing Argentinian pianist, director of education and community outreach who works with children of underserved communities and everybody else for the Boulder Philharmonic Orchestra. Welcome, Fernanda Nieto, to KGNU Studios this morning. Thank you so much, Rosana. It's wonderful to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity to have me at your program. You were recognized by the Argentinian Federation of College Women for the outstanding academic work. People say you play a mean piano. (laughs) And yesterday I was listening to your music, and it's true. I think the word mean in English has a lot of meaning, huh? Because I was like, how can they describe that your piano playing is mean? (laughs) And as I was listening, I was like, yes, it is mean. (laughs) It's bravissimo. (laughs) I don't know how would you say it in Spanish, Fernanda? I don't know. I think... um I, I don't think we use that word or its translation in Spanish to describe. Yeah, it's so difficult. You know, how, so. how do you um, transcribe it or translate it? Um, and I also think the way music impacts people is different for everyone. So I like to think of my playing as uh, passionate and um, from the heart is what I the like corazón to think. corazón poderoso. Yes. I really don't know. For me, it was like... In your face, I will say, but also in Espanol, I think that the way I will be able to grapple with your music will be fluido, like mm. the water, mm. like rain. That was for me yesterday, listening to your music, oh, like you. when rain pours down and there is no way you can contain it. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the one. But I will really like to, to listen to some of the music that you share with us. But before that, before we let our listeners get a little taste of, of your music, I want to make sure that I let everybody know today that they can call to the station. They are volunteers here waiting for your call. And the phone number is 303-449-4885. And if you donate today, you're going to get, because of the generosity of the Boulder Philharmonic, we are getting two tickets of 
an amazing show, and I would love if you can speak about it. Yeah, so uh, it's actually two sets of tickets, so it's a total oh, so of four tickets. Four tickets, hurry yes, up, call yes, now. Yes, only for tickets, but it's it's a wonderful um, gift, I think, uh, for the show that the Vodka will be performing with uh, the Boulder Philharmonic at Mackey Auditorium on May 6th at 7.30 p.m. And I think... It's, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better when it comes to um, diversity and the eclectic rhythms and, and songs that the Vodka brings to our, our state. They are a Colorado group, and we just can't wait to have them with us at the film. It's going to be wild. It's going to be amazing. So please do not let this opportunity pass. Share the love. Share the connectivity the connection of communities, of coming together. Could you imagine the Philharmonic with the bochka? That's going to be like water. You it's know, gonna it's going to pour like crazy. And it's going to be an experience. And I want to make sure that I also right now, while we wait that you call us, because please get us there. You know, we have a show goal of $500. And it's easy if you pick up the phone right now and call us 303-449-4885. Make a donation and take those tickets because they are going to go wild. And here it goes. I want to just put a little bit of the music that you share with us. Chacarrera Trunca by composer Ariel Ramirez. Chacarera Trunca. Please tell us about this piece. The Chacarera is a typical folk dance from Argentina. It was born a little bit as a fusion between European influences and also influences from the people that were in Argentina. So indigenous influences mixed with the European immigrants. It's not the piece or the type of dance that Argentina is known to the world by, which is why I wanted to include it in today's program. We usually get recognized for tango. And after I moved to this country, people would say to me, did you, did you learn to dance the tango in Argentina? And I always said, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's those stereotypes, right? And, and after um, starting my degree here, I got more and more interested in learning all of this music uh, in a deeper, in a different kind of way. 
And the chacarera is a dance, danced by two people usually, who are um, flirting with each other, but will <laughs> never touch. So it's a very elegant and very um, delicate type of dance, very different than the tango, which represents more every um, every influence that Buenos Aires received from the immigrants that came to Argentina from um, Ita- Italy and, and Spain, Europe in general. We're speaking with Fernanda Nieto, Director of Education and Community Outreach for the Boulder Philharmonic Orchestra. We're talking about Argentinian music. We are so touched by this morning's music. In 2021, you received the Music Teacher National Association Enrichment Award to study mindfulness in music teaching. Yes. And as you are describing the Chacarrera, you are making me think about how important it is to recognize the mestizaje, the Mm -hmm. coming Mm -hmm. of different cultures, especially for us Latinos. It's the reality that our indigenous blood runs Mm -hmm. wild all the way from here, from North America, all the way down to South America. We are present. We are alive. We are beating, you know, like our hearts are going hard. And the Chacarrera, I experienced. I was able Mm -hmm. to visit your beautiful country, (laughs) and I was able to dance around. And you're right. It's Mm -hmm. a beautiful way of dancing and coming together in community. It is is a gorgeous uh, musical expression. I agree with you. I think there's also an issue of uh, multiplicity. We can't find just one, at least I feel for myself, I can't just find one label that will define me. And I like Mm. to think of myself as a woman who wears many hats, as an artist who wears many hats. And um, for years, I feel I have struggled with where to be within that multiplicity, Mm. but I'm coming to terms with enjoying the various uh, facets of that being one and many in music as well. And I think the music that I was performing that you play so um, graciously today expresses that. It's the language of the goddesses. Since we are in March Mm -hmm. and it's the month of the women, I have to say music is really a language that is so unique, Mm -hmm. so unique. Would you say that it is a unique language, especially piano? I'm pretty sure it's not an easy I'm sure it's hard to become a pianist. Share with us how hard it was for you, especially being a woman, because there's not so many women pianists in, mm-hmm. you know, in the world. There's more. I was looking yesterday, and there are more men mm-hmm. in this profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, it has been a long-coming change. Um, I mean, I can think of uh, Martha Argerich, a wonderful Argentine pianist who has been... Um, recognized for many years now. Um, I think just like everything, women are gaining more and more recognition, and they're doing it thanks to the support of other women and and also men who are realizing we are valuable. And in the month of uh, women's, um, you know, International Women's Day on March 8th, I can't be prouder to be a woman pianist. Um, I don't remember a time where I didn't want or was drawn to playing the piano. I think everybody around me knew since I was about seven that that is what I would do. And um, 
It was hard in a way to uh, demystify the expectation that I would be um, a piano teacher who would teach from home with um, my family, which is a lot of what I do today, too, and I'm very proud to do that. Um, but I think that the idea of a woman who would travel and who would leave her family behind um, was one of the challenges that I had to overcome. And I think it was emotionally difficult to say goodbye to my family of origin. So that was one of the challenges. You know, you're asking me, what have you overcome to be able to be a woman who plays the piano? And that is definitely one of them. And um, I think... The topic of challenges is one that we continue to experience and we continue to face. And I do so with an incredible amount of passion and joy mm. and hope that future generations will find these um, challenges a bit easier. I'm speaking with Fernanda Nieto. She is an artist, a pianist from Argentina. You just mentioned right now Martha Argerich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she is, as I was doing my research yesterday, she is now the greatest living pianist in mm -hmm. the world. And it seems like every time there's a show, it gets sold out in a second. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we were walking into the Red Studio here in KGNU. I was just saying to Timo Russo, our station manager, mm, here we go. Argentinians are in the top of the world right now because they won the Soccer World Cup. And now mm, doing my research, I realized that there's an Argentinian woman who's the greatest living pianist right now. So there's nothing else I can say about it. But what I can really say is to promote you guys to call us this morning to this amazing show that we're having, Storytellers of Color. But I want to make sure also that we go back to this incredible idea of you bringing diversity mm -hmm. and mindfulness to the Boulder Philharmonic. Yes. And why is it so important to bring diversity into this area? It is important because our community is diverse. Our community uh, expresses this multiplicity that I was mentioning before. And because music is something that everybody should have access to. And in my role of Director of Education and Community Engagement, I couldn't be happier and prouder to have the support of the organization that I work for in, um, in really making this mission come to fruition. When I go into schools, when we go into schools and we have bilingual uh, programs or bilingual interpreters who can express these concepts that we're talking about in music for kids whose primary language is not English, we see the light go off in their, in their faces. They are so excited to be a part of it. Also, the benefits of um, a diverse approach to music teaching for kids who may not experience diversity in other parts of their lives. It's, it, they're wonderful. We know that when we expose our kids to diverse musical influences, there is a different development with empathy, with kindness, and with mindfulness. And that is the connection. The universal language of music, the universal language of love. We're speaking with Fernanda Nieto this morning. She has a master's degree in piano performance and pedagogy from Ohio University and a PhD in musical arts in piano performance at CU Boulder. 
and you have been awarded the Yamaha in Residence Fellowship that allow you to develop an engagement program to promote more diversity precisely. And in studios, we have Sam, our former news director, former station manager. I, I want to get back to the conversation, which is just so inspiring. As I was listening to you talk about the, the light in the child's face, I, we're reminded that, you know, there's creativity inside each and every child, but some kids don't have uh, an opportunity to express that or for that to be unlocked and let out. So I honor the work that you're doing and that so many in our community are doing to to bring the arts to, to each and every kid in our community. And some of us take that for granted, but for so many families, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, there are financial and other barriers to accessing participation in the arts. And so organizations that are uh, responding to that need are so important to the community. And I think, Rosanna, it's a great example of what KGNU does in uh, being the microphone for arts organizations that are trying to... Uh, to reach kids wherever they are, uh, the nonprofits that are trying to improve our environment, nonprofits that are trying to uh, work towards improved health, uh, governments who are working towards those ends, uh, individuals at the grassroots level working in neighborhoods. KGNU is a forum for all those voices and many, many more. Uh, and the way we do it is through volunteers like Rosanna and myself. I'm Sam Fuqua, uh, and and <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, and there's about there's a few hundred of us. Uh, there's a small staff that keeps things running, and then there's that crucial um, component of the listener member. And so that's why we're here this morning because it's our spring fundraising drive. So we come on and ask you to participate with the contribution of whatever fits your budget. Uh, that could be. Uh, any amount, literally, folks, any amount is greatly appreciated and will help the effort of community radio to bring you voices that are working for positive change in our community, to bring you the beauty of music every day. We're around the world musically, and I know on the Morning Sound Alternative coming up in uh, a little more than half an hour, we're going to hear more beautiful music. So you, you vote for all that in a way. You affirm it all when you call 303-449-4885. Or click on KGNU.org. You are saying yes to that. And I am going to make sure that it's here for me and my friends, my neighbors, total strangers. And I'll just put in one quick plug uh, for Storytellers of Color, this monthly program that uh, Rosanna Longo-Better has been bringing us for uh, for many, many months now, may maybe it's years. It's more than a year. Yeah, more than yeah. a year. Uh, did you have Tony on from Su Teatro? Yes, I, I, I heard did. that program. I loved it. <laughs> uh, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. If you're a fan of Storytellers of Color, this is the time to make your contribution. So 303-449-4885, 303-449-4885, or uh, kgnu.org. Sam, thank you so much. And also, if you donate today, you get those two pair of tickets to go to listen to the Bochka on May 6th. So you have to call now. Thank you so much, Sam, for helping us this morning. I want to make sure that we play the beautiful music that you send me, and I'm going to let you intro it and explain to us Alfonsina y el Mar. Mm, Alfonsina y el Mar is one of my beloved 
uh, pieces. And again, just like uh, a lot of artists who left their hometowns, I got more drawn to this music after leaving because I missed it. I missed my, my home. I missed my roots. And the story of Alfonsina is a very compelling one. She was a writer in Argentina. She lived in Buenos Aires. And she was a feminist. And at her time, that was a very complicated thing to be. And so Alfonsina, unfortunately, um, has a tragic death. And her um, incredible literature is the legacy we have. This piece was written also by Ariel Ramirez. And this specific arrangement you're listening to is one I have played with my dear friend uh, Gregory Dufford. Um, he's performing here the vocal part on clarinet. Mm. It's just beautiful. Let's listen. And while we're listening, please make us, you know, make that call, make that contribution. Show the love to this station that brings you this kind of programming unique.
Alfonsina y el mar. Mm, precioso. Please tell us, Fernanda, mm -hmm. about this music. Alfonsina, as I mentioned, has a tragic end to her life. She felt incredibly misunderstood. She couldn't get through. She didn't have people supporting her like some of us in this time and age have, even though there's still a lot of barriers to break. And she uh, chose to, unfortunately, drown in the, in the ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean in Argentina. And so this, this, uh, the poet who writes the poetry that is sung to this piece um, says, you are leaving, Alfonsina, and the um, seashells and the animals and the creatures in the ocean mm. are taking you and wrapping you around them almost in a way to say, giving you the comfort that you couldn't find when you were alive. And I think it's a, an incredibly beautiful poetry, but also it touches on something that when women struggle, um, it's very clear, and that is the topic of mental health and, and, and women feeling overwhelmed and burdened by either social pressures or personal pressures or career pressures and how, how, how we get through, how we do it all, if we do it all, and what we think of ourselves when we are in those spaces. And it takes an incredible amount of support from partners, from families, from community, and from other women to get through these issues. And um, I have personally been lucky enough to have organizations who have sought me out for my work and recognized me and an incredible family, an incredible partner, but not everybody has that. And so I yeah. think it's important to recognize it and to find how this has been a topic for many, many years. Alfonsina talks about it in her, in her poetry. Famous, famous song in Latin America to this idea of the importance of community, the importance of connections, mm -hmm. the importance of not feeling alone, feeling the support that we need. I want to make a last call to all of you listeners this morning to provide that support so that we can continue bringing you this kind of interviews, the voices of diverse artists, communicators of color that are showing their vulnerability and their love and passion for what they do. I want to thank you Fernanda Nieto, pianist, artist from Argentina, and director of the Philharmonic, the Boulder Philharmonic Orchestra. And also thank you from the heart for donating those, the Bochka tickets that I'm pretty sure during the day they will be taken by our listeners. You know, this Storytellers of Color show is a collaborative series inspired by journals of color and latinx voices groups with an open invitation to other storytellers to come into our airwaves to tell their stories and to occupy the safe space we provide here in your community radio kgnu i have been your host rosanna longo better and before we go to counterspin that's going to be followed by the eclectic morning of Sound Alternative this morning. I want to make sure that we end up the show with Vidala mm -hmm. that you send me. So if you can please 
quickly introduce Pidala to us. Thank you for playing this one as well. It's one of my favorite ones because it's so calm and slow and in a way introspective. Vidalita or Vidala is a typical piece from the north of Argentina where because the immigrants didn't um, get to as quickly during the immigration waves, there is a bigger and stronger and more pronounced indigenous and native influence. So you will hear sometimes pentatonic scales, sometimes different sort of uh, melodic um, ideas that are very clearly representing. And this is my homage to our native population in Argentina. Thank you, Fernanda Nieto. Vidala. <laughs> 